Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Scott Pye. Hi, I'm Dave Reynolds. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostov. And you're listening to Supercars Today. Shane Van Gisbergen hit the wall, then drove through to victory in race three of the championship on a Supercars Thursday at the AGP. Yeah, well, my day was anything but straightforward, actually. Um, yeah, making a mistake myself in the first practice, having to fix it, not knowing what it was going to be like, fixed, like we didn't do a full patch or anything. So, yeah, like the guys did an amazing job to fix it, learning a new car and how different it is, it was helping pull it apart, but there were so many little parts that were just wrecked, so yeah, it was very interesting, um, yeah, quality was good, and then the race, like, you start with the unknown, like last year's debacle with the softs, it was surprising the super soft was a good tyre, and I didn't think it would be, so it was quite interesting how it worked, and it actually was a good race tyre, so yeah, it's very cool. I'm Natasha Voice, this is Supercars Today. Each week, find out what the men behind the V8 news know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on Inside Supercars. My predecessor, Roland Dane, did a very, very good job. Everyone had done the same format for years. Everyone knew the the strategies that worked, that didn't, the tyres, the fuel. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia, quality racing components and manufacturers of engine water heaters for midgets, sprints, wingless and all types of open wheel dirt track cars. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com. Shane Van Gisbergen did his talking on the track but this time he elaborated how he was able to be successful on the same soft tyres for 18 of the 19-lap opener. Yeah, well, we didn't really have good radio comms. That was a struggle, but, yeah, I could feel some issues um, quite early on, but it turned out to be 10. I thought, oh, okay, it's about to delaminate. And then I slowed down and the grip came back, so it's all just temperature stuff. So, yeah, any time you push in this car, it just kills you. So you have to drive what feels like so slowly to keep the tyre on you, and that's all compounds, so... It's a good and a bad thing. Uh, oh no, it's a bad thing. Yeah, you want to be able to push all the time in the cars. But um, yeah, once I learned it was a temp thing, I knew we were going to pit on the last lap. So yeah, but I didn't know we were going to put new softs on again. Yeah, that was interesting <laughs> coming coming down pit lane and seeing two people and Dutton and no tyres. Yeah, I know where to go. I was yeah. like, where's my other tyres? And then down pit lane, I figured it out and then. Saved the whole lap because I knew I have to race on them tomorrow. Brody Kostecki was second with a car that they worked on across the day as the track conditions changed. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, we sort of didn't know where we were in practice. Um, track was pretty dirty early on and sort of just made small changes and tuned on the car a little bit and then uh, qualified second in the first one there and had a pretty good battle with uh, Anton and Shane on the first lap there and um, sort of made a few errors with my car placement and whatnot. But, um, yeah, to come off P2 and obviously Will P3 is an awesome effort for the team and um, it's good to see that the form's carried on from Newcastle. Kosteki said that he believes the Gen 3 is showing itself to be an exciting race car. Yeah, I think we're slowly building up onto it. Um, I think we've seen a few crashes today where people haven't even gone out on the racetrack afterwards and they're you know, really not that big. So I think, I think um, once people understand um, you know, the limit that they can push the cars to the race, they'll just keep getting better and better. But until, until then, then to a few of these small issues get fixed with the cars not being out on track. I think um, 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But yeah, there was there was pretty hard racing on the first lap there. I thought there was a few times where I was going to close my eyes. So yeah, pretty cool. Coca-Cola by Erebus teammate Will Brown drove through the field to get on the podium, explaining how it was a down and up day for the Queensland driver. Yeah, I uh, started sixth, got a pretty average start, so I think I ended up about eighth. Um, and yeah, what was really cool to see. Um, we were able to race quite well. I think I passed three cars on track, and uh, yeah, the racing was really good. So uh, that was cool. And then um, yeah, I was able to get up onto the back of uh, Brody and uh, Anton, and then luckily enough with that, that little loophole, we uh, got us on the podium, but we really had good pace. I wish I got a better start, but uh, it's cool to qualify P2 for tomorrow and know we've got a good car underneath us. Van Gisbergen believes that the cars are better on the high-speed track to follow and set up a pass. Yeah, I think so, and I definitely think you get a, a slipstream now since we put the gurneys on the cars. If you got close to someone, it pushed them away. 2019 that started. So you could never get a slipstream, so now we can get a slipstream again. I followed Anton and I thought, oh shit, Ford's have got no grunt. And then um, when I got in front, he was even faster than I was on him. So that's quite a promising thing, having a slipstream. But um, again, you, it's a weird, because you drive, like I probably still haven't driven a race lap flat out in these cars yet. You can't drive them fast, you have to sort of baby them. It's pretty weird, so yeah, but everyone's got the same thing, I guess. Join us tomorrow on Supercast Today as we look at race 4 of the championship at Melbourne. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Quality Racing Components, home of Black TI, bolts, kingpins, studs and torsion stops. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com. Each week, find out what the men behind the V8 news know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on Inside Supercars. My predecessor, Roland Dane, did a very, very good job. We're no longer shareholders of the build business. Personally, I think a 500 in the build up to the 1000 is, is a good thing. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.